Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. This podcast is brought to you by Anchor. Are you thinking about doing your own podcast, but you don't know how? Well, have you heard about Anchor? It's actually the platform that I'm hosting through this right now. And yes, it's free. Not only is it free, it's super easy to use. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so much more. It's really that easy. And guess what? You can actually make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That's a big deal. So it's really everything you need in one place to make an amazing podcast. All you have to do is download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Travis Scott or basically trying to cancel him saying like this people are dying out here. Travis Scott is doing the robot. <laughs> this motherfucker yeah, is like I said, that's the video that's making its rounds. Yeah, it's the funniest shit ever. It's a pretty Somebody, good robot though. Yeah, somebody's yeah. dying. This motherfucker's like ah, ah, <laughs> ah, ah. I'm like dog, what the fuck is going on? It's a good robot. So there was an account of a, a of a young lady who was talking about what happened at the concert, right? Uh-huh. So she was trying to describe how fucking nuts it was when people were bum rushing towards the stage. Okay. Said so it was so tight. In five, four, three, two, one. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Genius Brain Podcast. We have a very, very special guest here. Manscaped, your balls will thank you. Hell yeah. What's up? Shout out promo code. We out here. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> the kind fanny pack. Nick does shave his butt too. So I, shave, I be shaving my asshole, yo. You shave your butt, huh? Hole. My butt hole, not my not butt. Not just his cheeks, like the hole. There's no hair on my cheeks. Let's this keep guy, it real. Does he show you his ass consistently all the fucking time? Uh, sometimes. Yeah. Too it's much. It's been a while. I've seen your ass more than I've seen Mariel's ass. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're welcome, dude. You're welcome. Disgusting. Well, Whatever it's you behind can. a paywall and you get to see you it You and free. fucking Gilbert, dude, show your ass way too much. Gilbert shows ass too much, though. Also, it's shaved. It's manscaped. Yeah, Boom. So there you <laughs> go, bro. Bang, bang. You uh, use manscaped? I do. Sure. I do. Only sure. because they gave it to me for free but yeah it's good shit yeah dude. what is it what do you mean like are the razors or are they they got they got it's everything what is a manscaped ad bro i'm trying to help you out asshole <laughs> i think they stopped sponsoring my podcast so yeah. we're not oh, talking about them anymore <laughs> they have great underwear they have great underwear they have a great shaver it gets up in the up in there you know what i mean yeah yeah oh i like it it's got a little hook got a little, hook. <laughs> got a little like no, i use a straight razor for my asshole bro. how do Let's you do it that it's you quite guys that what do you guys call the area between the the ball sack and the butthole? A taint, gooch, a gooch, gooch. 
What is it though? The is it taint or is it gooch? A bulbospongiosis is the medical term. Bulbosaur spongiosis. No, right? bulbosaur. Oh. Bulbospongiosis is the. You're fucking lying. I swear, look, I'll show you. You just bulbosaur. say shit right now because he's gonna have you repeat this nah. out in public. I remember, and then it'll roast me because I was <laughs> Did in. Did you know it's actually called a bulbosaurosis? <laughs> Like the I will, yeah, dude. Oh, it's a muscle. I was uh I was in anatomy class and of an course anatomy? they have yeah. anatomy, they have the picture of like everything, and then the middle is the bulbal spongiosis, and that made me laugh. And I was like, hey guys, look. That was a one-on-one time with the professor after yeah, class. Like, he was like, Come here, Nick, let me I'll, show you my bulbosaurioriosis. <laughs> and I was like, Yeah, I could feel it for sure. Wow, the bulbal spongiosis. Yeah. Spon- it's a muscle. Look. Hell yeah. In the diaphragms. I can't see shit. It's, it's not the taint, it's like up inside you and shit. I'll go with gooch or taint. I think they're in. Do you have to? We have to choose one. You know what? I <laughs> have to choose. You do right have to now? choose. Hey, let me tell you something. When I was in high school, I remember two dudes that got into a fucking fist fight over this in class. Over this? Like in taint class. And gooch. So this dude, I don't know how this fucking. I don't know how this came up, but I just remember. Rum Deep Sadoo. Rum Deep Sadoo. Rum Deep Sadoo. These two dudes. I don't know how the conversation came up, but he was talking about. Oh, what's that area between your balls? He's like, yeah, that's the gooch. He goes, ah, bro, that's the taint. He goes, ah, it's gooch. He goes, no, it's taint. Stop being stupid. <laughs> and I think from the moment he called him stupid, yeah. it was on. Yeah. He was like, the fuck you just said? And they started throwing down over arguing about whether it's a gooch or taint. And everybody was crying fucking laughing while these two dudes are just wailing <laughs> on each other. What's it called, motherfucker? <laughs> bow, bow, bow. It's gooch. <laughs> that's how ghetto my school was. Wow. That's tight, though. That is tight. Because that, at least they're strong in their convictions. And that's passionate, what matters. Passionate people, yeah. you know? People don't take a stand anymore, yo. That's true. Well, people, they, they just, uh, you know, yeah. they go with the wind, as yeah. you would say. Yeah. <laughs> we are here to talk about the greatest fight card in the history of the UFC. Probably one of the best. Yeah, it was pretty good. Pretty was, fucking I won't say the best, but yeah. It was I mean, was even good. the undercard was the fucking The undercard good. was actually arguably... There's some fights on the undercard that were better than... Actually, no. no I don't think good. so. No, the they had, car was dope, though. Dude, you see that guy, Chris Barnett? Yeah, his the guy who knocked on uh, knocked out uh, Gian Volante. Oh, yeah, 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 The heavyweight? Yeah. And then Big he did a black front dude. flip into like the split. Have you seen him fight in Asia, like in Japan? No, I'd never heard of that he's guy He's amazing. Before. So he had a pretty decent name out in like Japan because, you know, he's a large heavyweight. Mm. Very fucking flexible, dude. He actually did an exhibition against Joel Romero in, or Romero in grappling. Oh, he's, really? he's a Taekwondo guy, too. Yeah. So they, both his parents are black belts. That's crazy. Like he was on Ara Hawani and he was he was telling his whole story. Very likable guy. That dude's gonna be a star, bro. It's he uh yeah, he's just known for like his flexibility. He's just very awkward. Yeah, you know what I mean, but super fucking fun to watch. So he was fighting in Asia this whole time, and I think he fought in the LFA or some type of American institution after that. Mm. And then he got signed to the UFC. His debut fight, he didn't do very well. Mm-hmm. Uh did not do well at all. But came out with a knockout this Look time. Look at him now. Yeah, Spinning nice. heel kick to the dome, bro. That shit was For dope. Heavyweight it was too. like a capoeira one too because he touched the ground with his head and he lifted <laughs> his leg up and knocked this motherfucker out. And then he front flipped on his butt like this. Yeah, I was, was like, ha ha! Yeah, I was like, who the gooch. fuck is this? <laughs> yeah, right in his bubble spongiosis. Yeah. Majin Buu ass dude. And then we got- <laughs> <laughs> Majin Buu ass motherfucker. And then we got <laughs> Majin Buu. Uh, what's it called? Per- Pereira. Yeah. Oh yeah, Alex Pereira, dude. Mm-hmm. Wow, that motherfucker. Oh, sick. That's that dude is scary looking. Wow. Fat flying. Did He's he? So he scary. beat Israel. Beat him in twice. Kickboxing. He beat him. He beat him in a decision in China. I think. Actually, he knocked him out in China. He knocked him out. He knocked yeah. him out once and then beat him to a decision. Wow. But that was quite some time ago. Yeah. But also, the uh, the fight 
before he got knocked out, Izzy was beating his ass. Oh, really? Izzy was beating his ass. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. So, and he just got caught. Yeah, caught. But yeah. also, Alex Pereira has fought like his his kickboxing record, very good. The only guys he's ever lost to are like the top of the top of the Dutch style kickboxing. So, it's gonna be interesting to see how well he kind of grows in the UFC because his wrestling held up pretty well in the in in this fight. Yeah. In the first round or yeah. so, it was a lot of wrestling. Yeah. And then he hit that beautiful pitch perfect like uh flying knee. Ugh. And he's he slept him, bro. That yeah. dude was fucking knocked out. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. He's only four and one. He doesn't have that many fights in MMA. So it's interesting though, because I don't know who the guy was that he was fighting, but I was looking up his accolades. He's a BJJ black belt. Mm. But I think the the difference that I'm seeing now is like I think only recently we've been seeing an emphasis in in the grappling wrestling part. Yeah. Of jujitsu. Mm. That's the difference maker. Yeah. And that's what he couldn't do. Yeah. He couldn't get to it to the point where mm. he could take him to the floor. And that's always been the knock on jujitsu guys. Yeah. Like they just don't have the wrestling ability to take it to the ground. Like you look at Mackenzie Dern, right? Mm-hmm. Very good grappler. But sometimes, <clears throat> like she fought uh, Marina Rodriguez, you couldn't take her down. Great jujitsu, great attacks, but getting them like Habib style or like Islam style, being able to take them to the ground whenever they want and then be able to control them mm-hmm. to get the submissions, very different. The hard part about her was that I think for the, the couple of fights that she won before that, when she was when she was taking control on the ground is because she slipped and made a mistake yeah. and they fell into that trap. Exactly. This one, it wasn't happening. She had to go to her and try to take her down and she couldn't do it. And that's mm-hmm. the difference between high-level MMA fighters and high-level grapplers than the guys that can't make that transition happen. So it's going to be interesting to see like like you look at fucking Chimaev. Do we even talk about that? Oh, Chimaev. So if dude. you guys don't know who Another scary guy. Chimaev is, he Hamzat. is the reincarnation <laughs> of the devil. This fool is pure evil. Bro, and he's he got a crazy. He yelled at Allah Akbar. I know hardest fuck. Allah Akbar. I'll kill everybody. And everybody was like, Whoa. even everybody in Abu Dhabi was like, yo, bro, chill. Yeah, <laughs> he was sucks. saying some, some crazy but shit. But you look at a guy like that. There's a reason why nobody wants to fight this guy. He's only been punched twice. He has more four fights. He has crazy. more wins than he does actual strikes to his face. That's crazy. Two significant strikes. And they count punches off the bottom, too. Yeah. That's how fucking good he is. Damn, that's wild, dude. The he guy fucking he, man on it, like picked him up, manhandled the shit out of him, took him to the corner to Dana White. Because he saw him on his phone and was like, watch my fight. He's, He's like, like, yo, what are you doing, brother? <laughs> <laughs> Watch my Damn, fight, Damn, dude. That dude's going to be a problem. Have you seen clips of him wrestling? He's so fast. He's so good. He shoots super fast. I don't know how you're going to stop that shit. I think this is one of the rare cases where you see a guy like this where you're like, he could beat Usman. Yeah. There's a good shot he could beat Usman because he's not scared. That I think that's half the battle, right? Yeah. Like you fight a guy that's as dominating as Usman is as good as he is. And you are a contender in the sport and you're like a young gun and you fight a guy like that. I feel like this dude. If Hamzat can run through Kobe, then that's going to be a bad sign for Usman. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. If he can. If he runs through Kobe, then yeah. He's not a true 170 guy. He's 185 for sure. We don't even know if he can make weight again. Yeah. (laughs) You see him with a towel? Yeah. He did did towelgate for sure. He did towelgate. He's getting to that point where 170 is not easy for him anymore. He's huge. He's he's even big for 185. So it's like, what the fuck? He could go to light heavyweight if he wanted to. So 170 is not his weight class, but... Dude, he's a beast. He's going to manhandle some motherfuckers. He looked way bigger than uh, the Chinese duty fought. Yeah. Oh, young huge. That fool. You want to talk about a gooky looking guy. <laughs> that motherfucker. <gooky. laughs> that dude looked Asian as fuck. Like he looked like a like the word mongoloid yeah. came from that dude. <laughs> and he has hands too. He has bombs in his hands. He's yeah. scary, dude. 
They call him the leech. What yeah. kind of name is that? The leech. The leech. That's a bad uh, name. I'll suck you dry, boy. Whoa. I'm the leech. Damn. <laughs> don't give me your penis. I'm going to suck you dry. <laughs> they don't like, call me leech for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> he was looking for that bomb. He just ducked under, shot. Beautiful. It was so. It was like it was choreographed, like fighting. <laughs> it was yeah. amazing. That it was, was crazy. crazy. Who's he fight next? He's got to fight know. like a top ten guy. Yes, I think he might fight Gilbert Burns next or Luke. Damn. Ooh, if I see Gilbert Burns, it might be dope. That might That'd be, a, be great, a good fight. If he's imagine he just destroys Gilbert Burns. That would be scary. That'd be like, holy then shit. Then you're like, what do you do? What do you do with this guy? Yeah, that'd be scary. He's so exciting to, to watch fight because of how complete he is. Like, what's, where's, we, we haven't seen a fight long enough to see the hole in his game. Mm-hmm. So I'm just curious to see what it is. You know what he says, too? He's like, I want war, brother. I want war. I, want, I don't want easy fight. I come in. I smash guys. I want fight to last longer. Like, that's what he says. He literally just wants to. He's like, I want war like Rory McDonald and Robbie Lawler. This is what I want. He wants to be bloodied up. He want he wants to be crazy. This yeah, guy should be nuts, dude. Alu Akbar for real. This guy. <laughs> no, for real. I already know what that means. What do you know? What do you I think, think that means? God willing or something like it's that. Right? God willing or praise the God. Damn, what a br- bad rap Alu Akbar got. I know. I know. It's actually very beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. God willing. God willing. We're over here judging this motherfucker. He's no, like, I'm just scared of him because he's everybody. Says he's kill everybody. <laughs> <laughs> it has nothing to do with Alu Akbar. That's the fact that he's like, I will kill everybody. Not fight. Yeah. Not strike. I will kill everybody. I will kill. He looks like a Bond villain, yo. Yeah. So yeah. on the main card, if you guys don't know, there's two fucking bangers of fighters. It was Gaethje and Michael Chandler. Mm-hmm. Michael Chandler came from an institution, uh, Bellator. He was there. He was like a multiple champ over there. Everybody has been wanting to see him fight in the UFC. And he gets uh, teamed up against Justin Gaethje, the god of war. For real. The god of fucking war. That fight was nuts. Oh, he's – this was probably – I just never seen so many people. They just swung. Yeah, I was kind of mad, honestly. The whole time. Why? <laughs> I want, look, it was a great fight, whatever. But in my head, I hold Justin Gaethje as far as his credentials in the UFC. I hold him up here, y'all. Yeah. And I hold Michael Chandler like somewhere around here. And I feel like Justin Gaethje could have pitched a shutout. But I feel like he actively was like, nah, I want to put on a show. I think, I think Chandler. Like, because I used to think that too, but I think Chandler's just better than what I if thought. If you love him so much, why don't you marry him? <laughs> yeah, true. Dude, if no, you Chandler. love so much, why bro, don't you marry him? Why Chandler, are you defending your boyfriend, dude? Chandler, round one, <laughs> the in and out movement was fucking amazing. He rocked the shit out of Justin Gaethje in the beginning. Gaethje was keeping it. Nah, he was fine, dude. <laughs> dude, he rocked the shit out of it. Chandler's yeah, leg- like Chandler or Gaethje could easily be champs for sure. I just never want Justin Gaethje to be on a mic. That fool sounds like he has CTE so bad, dude. Yeah. I just, I just want to come here for war. It's war. War. Oh, war. I just see his fucking eyes just kind of go off in the distance. Like, he's one of those people. It's a good thing he's fighting professionally because I think he would just be out in the streets just banking on people. He was going to be a social worker. Do you know that? Yeah, that's crazy. How he was studying he be to be a social worker. He seems like, like a very nice guy, though. Kill all, motherfuckers. Study, please. <laughs> yeah. This guy. His vocabulary is very minimal. <laughs> I would never say this to his face. <laughs> I feel like he got more of a cleft lip than uh, Kamzat Chemaev. You know? He has the little breathing issue too, right? Because he got socked oh, in the face yeah. so much. Like he has to get surgery for it. Oh, really? He still hasn't fixed that, huh? He hasn't fixed it yet. He's just going to do it after he retires. Yeah, I guess because it's probably going to break again. Yeah, what's the fucking fuck that, dude? That's true. It was such a fucking bloodbath. That, that fight was, was amazing, dude. A the whole time. bloodbath. The uppercut he caught him with, the fact that Chandler oh. didn't go out. And then got up and kept swinging and like getting down. The the moment even when Chandler put his hands down and was just getting cracked in the fucking face. Crazy. I was like, what the fuck? That fight was insane. Like, what is he doing? Why what is, is he, he doing? doing? Yeah. But he's still there. Mm-hmm. 
It was nuts. No, that shit was insane. I thought he was going to be it when he because he was looking for that slip uppercut all night. Yep. He was he that was the shot he was trying yeah. to land, and the fact that he landed it and put him on his back, and I thought that the fight was going to be over. And when he sprawled on him and he started punching his belly, I was like, "Come on, bro." Yeah. I was like, "Stand up." But he did have his arms, dude. Deep, Michael Chandler yeah, that lock. was holding on for dear life. His and grip it, is always good. Like, there's yeah. multiple times if you see Michael Chandler fight where he's been put into a rear naked, and all he needs to get is one wrist, and he always twists out. Yeah. He holds, puts it on the other side and twists out, which most people can't do that shit. Mm-hmm. I've seen multiple people try that in MMA, yeah. but for some reason, Michael Chandler, when anybody tries to get his neck from the back, he always does that shit. His wrestling credential. Like, I think it's just his, his scrambles. His like, scrambles, his grip is so strong. Dude, when he picked up Justin Gaethje and he dumped him and he went out the back, Hooked the leg and came out on top. I was like, yeah. that's amazing. That's beautiful. This is what, like, I feel like we get more wrestling scrambles like that. I feel like that'll, it'll make wrestling way more popular. Mm-hmm. Like, even in the Usman uh, Covington fight, they had some really dope scrambles too. Mm-hmm. And even though Usman was just bullying the fool, like, he do just you, was tossing. Okay, so in the fight, do you, do you consider that, <laughs> that uh, Kobe takedown a takedown? Well, uh, when he dropped into his knee for a second or whatever, or he I got because I remember. He ducked under. He shot, he ducked, ducked under, under got to his back. back. And then Usman was running to the cage and he was on the side of the cage. Because I remember hearing DC talk about it and being like, that was a takedown. So yeah. I was like, all right. <clears throat> that might be a takedown. That but dude knows more than I do. So I was like, yeah. Oh, for right. <laughs> and even I think Usman said in the post fight press conference that like he was like, yeah, that's a takedown. Yeah. But I don't, I wonder but if even it then, officially who cares? is a takedown. Yeah. But who gives a fuck? Like, because I heard Colby talk about it in the, in the post conference and I was like, but is like, if that was something he was chasing in that fight, that's fucking stupid, dude. Yeah. Like, who gives a shit? Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. My lovely genius brain farts. This podcast is brought to you by Fume. Ever tried to break a bad habit and felt like you're climbing Everest in flip-flops? Yeah, we've been there too. But here's a breath of fresh air. Fume. It's not about giving up. It's about switching up, baby. Fume takes your habit and simply makes it better healthier, and a whole lot more enjoyable. What is Fume, you ask? Fume is an innovative, award-winning flavored air device that does just that. Instead of vapor, Fume uses flavored air. Instead of electronics, Fume is completely natural. And instead of harmful chemicals, Fume uses delicious flavors. You get it. Instead of bad, Fume is good. It's a habit you're free to enjoy that makes replacing your bad habit easy. I keep one in my car just because I'm a fidgety guy. And guess what? I'd be puffing on that delicious herbal tea vapor, my friend. Nothing bad for you in there. And definitely, 
definitely fun to use. My friends, start the year off right with the good habit by going to tryfume.com slash genius and getting the journey pack today. Fume is giving the listeners of the show 10% off when they use my code genius to help make starting the good habit that much easier. Start the good habit at tryfume.com slash genius to save 10% off the journey pack today. Hey all, it's David So, and if you want to listen to Genius Brain without ads, now you can. Just go to geniusbrain.supercast.com or click the link in the episode description and you can get a one-week preview of the ad-free version for free. You'll get ad-free listening to the show. You can listen on almost any podcasting app and you'll be supporting my show too. That's geniusbrain.supercast.com. Thanks. This podcast is brought to you by Skillshare, my friends, a longtime sponsor of this podcast because I fuck with them heavy. My friends, Skillshare is an online learning community that offers membership with meaning with so much to explore and real projects to create and the support of fellow creatives. Now, if you're like me out there and you want to learn something, you don't want to go ahead and search all of YouTube to find some of the worst instructors that don't know what the hell they're talking about. Skillshare can help you out. I've been using Skillshare and I freaking love it. Currently right now, I am taking the ultimate self-care playbook by Jonathan Van Ness. You guys might like it too. Listen, Skillshare isn't just about like finding uh, how to do YouTube videos. It's just they have a bunch of everything for you guys to pick and choose from. And right now, I'm on my self-care playbook playbook journey and that's what I'm doing right now doing a lot of stuff based on mindfulness and Skillshare has the tools and the classes to help me out my friends so check it out explore your creativity at skillshare.com slash brain and get a one month free trial of premium membership that's one month of a premium membership at skillshare.com slash brain Kobe just why were you not fighting hard in the first three rounds that's that's the thing that should have been addressed he he looked off I think it was a I think it, a lot of it was probably just the moment or just being able to kind of get things going. Because they're I, so similar in skill level. Mm-hmm. They're very similar. Yeah. Like, I, I find it hard for when people say, like, Usman is just that much better. It's pretty fucking close, though. Yeah, yeah. Especially in the last two rounds. Yeah. When Kobe, and also, too, credit to Kobe, the fact that he got dropped, like, twice with that left hook, I thought mm-hmm. that was it, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is it. There's no way he's getting out of that. And then the fact that he got knocked down came back and fought even better in the last couple rounds just shows like oh man this guy that fourth round was all his he was beating the shit out of Usman yeah yeah and he Usman was, was kind of like he was kind of getting sloppy and I was getting like yo dude what's going on what's happening here like, yeah where, what happened to you know the uh what you call it like the the, the precision that mm-hmm. he's really good at but then again it's just like he probably wasn't expecting him to rally like that right yeah. Right, it was. He was probably like, "Oh shit, this motherfucker was trying to kill me." Dude, yeah. that, at the end of the round, he hit him with this hard roundhouse right to uh, Usman's gut, mm. and he felt that shit. Yeah, 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 dude, that was great. And he landed a solid kick too that he felt really well. Like yeah, it was just Kobe, bah, and then all of a sudden, Usman was like, "Oh shit, that kind of hurt." Yeah, you know? yeah. which you haven't seen ever. Yeah, because we've seen Usman get cracked in the head with hooks, and he eats him and comes right back. Yeah, but he's the body shot's a little different, too. huh? He's a big boy. He's huge, man. He made Colby, Col- Colby. He made Colby look pretty small too. Uh-huh. Even in the first fight, I was like, "There's a size difference here." I'm yeah. surprised he could even get to 170, dude. He's somebody I'm always shocked at because he's older now too, and he's making 170 every fucking time. You That's think that crazy. falls on PEDs? There's a whole like argument about this. I mean, if he's if he is, I'm not surprised. If yeah. he's not, that's great. Yeah, but <laughs> for real, you think yeah. he is? That's it. Do you think he is? He might be. 
Who knows, man? That's whack. Maybe like some human growth hormone or something. I think. Well, I think a lot more people in the UFC are are on something. Yeah, than for sure. we even think. Because like for we sure. think the USADA is all good, but also like uh, there's a lot of people that say the testing is not as good as what we really think, and they're not testing for certain like uh, what's the word I'm looking for, like off market uh, growth hormones or whatever yeah, the yeah, case yeah. may be. So like, because there's so many different variations. Apparently, you could hire somebody to just a chemist in like India or some shit. They'd be like, yo, build me this fucking like, God a strain. <laughs> but can you make me some steroids? And and, and, whatever you want. Whatever, the designer steroid. That's what I'm looking for. Okay. Yeah, like all that shit. That's like a whole nother market that's like even crazier than we even really think. So who knows, man? Any All these guys could be pop for this shit. I don't know, man. If he's not on steroids, I'm still kind of shocked because yeah. he just looks massive. For yeah. real. Either way, I'm cool with it. Yeah, I'm okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy with it. Do you think he's better than GSP? He, I'm starting to think so, yeah. Yeah. It's starting to like, yeah, he's starting to take over What if they both fought each of them at their prime? How do you think? Who do you think will win? I think Usman wins. I kind of think GSP. Still. Ooh, because he's the better. I think the striking <clears throat> variety is a little more diverse. For and sure. I feel like, I don't want to say Usman doesn't seem as comfortable to me in the cage. But I feel like GSP has a little different aura. But who knows? I don't know. He's surprised. I feel like he has a more diverse skill set. They have the same body type too: long yeah. ass arms, short torso, short legs, and they're both fucking strong as shit. Like, yeah, let's be real. Like they're both genetic freaks. Yeah. So who fucking knows, dude? But I it think it would be so sick. I think right now, really- as the evolution is gone, I think Usman probably has the the better on paper resume than GSP, just because the evolution of the sport. Generations, dude. Usman's beat everybody. Like, and he's lapping them, dude. I'm surprised he doesn't want to just retire now. Because, yeah, more arguably more than Habib, he could retire. Yeah. Habib, oh yeah. Habib just did his one lap. He's done so many laps now. It's like, what? What else do you need here? What, yeah. Who else are you gonna beat? You know what's crazy to yeah. see? Uh, Justin Gaethje and Michael Chandler fight again in the lightweight division. It is interesting to see, like, man, Habib is just that good. Yeah. Like he walked down Justin Gaethje and was like. He had him moving backwards. Yeah. And he mm-hmm. was eating his best shots and didn't really seem like he was phased at all. Yeah. yeah. He didn't even get rocked. Like he stumbled a little bit, but I don't think it was, it was, I think it was just him just keep marching forward. The crazy thing is, like Justin Gaethje, when he was on Joe Rogan's, not Justin Gaethje, uh, Michael Chandler was on Joe Rogan's podcast. He was talking about he has the tools to beat Habib. I was like, you do not. You absolutely do not. Yeah. If you're going to war with Justin Gaethje like that and you're losing, you're not going to beat Habib. No. Even when, so. yeah. I, I feel like so. the only style that would beat Khabib, though, is a, a good wrestler with heavy hands. I mean, that's yeah. why when Gaethje fought Khabib, I was like, uh, I was yeah. kind of like, if anyone's going to beat him, it's a guy like Gaethje. You know yeah. what I mean? But the thing about Khabib that everyone gets is like, he's not, him and Islam are not just wrestlers, right? Yeah. It's their overall grappling IQ and skill set. Like, that brings a whole nother issue. Like, if you, for instance, with the Usman thing, right? Colby shot in, took his back. If that was Habib, you're going up, dude. Yep. And I feel like you're getting your back taken and you have way more threats to worry about rather than just getting them off the cage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a whole nother fucking thing. So I don't know, man. I don't, I don't think Michael Chandler has the skill set to be able to keep up, uh, keep up with Habib. But it still holds true that him retiring was probably a good thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one's really showing up that's like, oh, I don't know if this guy could beat Habib. But we'll see what happens because we got December. We have fucking Dustin Poirier and well, Charles Oliveira. That's, that's going to be nuts. That fight, that fight card is even more stacked. Dude, I didn't know Frank Yeager was in his 40s. 
You yeah, gotta I, stop fighting, bro. Yeah, he's gotta stop, dude. Dude, did you see that slow mo pick of oh. him getting kicked in the face where they're, his face melted? They're posting <laughs> that shit everywhere. Did you see that shit? Pat? I didn't see the picture. No, dude, bring that fucking photo up. It literally dude. looks like his face was melting. That's sad, bro. I and love Frankie was, Edgar. He was winning. He was. It's just it. It looked like somebody he was fighting his daddy because he's so small. <laughs> he's not one thirty five, dude. He's just too, and he he just always never had that power. You yeah, know? like that was always his knock is that he would hit you a gang, but. Oh, oh my god, I haven't seen that. That is the kick that knocked him out, and his whole face. It looks like face Donald melted. Duck right there, dude. <laughs> Leather face. <laughs> Damn, dude. <coughs> little platypus. He's got a Donald Duck face. It's like a chimpanzee face right here. Damn. Dude. I feel like Frankie Edgar was one of the first people that I saw that was that would have just stayed there and plant his feet. He was always moving. He was like the he was that that bridge between the new style of fighting and old style of fighting. Yeah. And at the time when he came in, he's like, yeah. it's all about movement cutting angles and all this other shit, even before Dominic Cruz. Mm-hmm. So, like, I would just remember him doing that, but he's still doing it now and relatively well, Yeah, but he's also in his 40s. It's yeah. different. You know? Not just that. It's also that the, the, he just doesn't have the, 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 like, he doesn't hurt anybody. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's winning on points and, for sure. Yeah, he's winning on points, but it's like, if for, if you're in there for a long time and the guy, other guy has some power and you get caught, you get caught. That's what happened. If with Frankie fucking, goes down to 125, he might be able to do something. Yeah. Maybe. I don't even know if his he can even handle the weight cut right now. He's in his forties. Yeah, it's, I, I think not believe time. he's in his forties. He's got nothing he to prove. Yeah, you know? it's like he mean. did it. He did and it. the more fight, and it sucks because unfortunately this is the way the sport is. But the more fights you lose, even your Anderson Silva, the yeah. goat, right? Even if you're Anderson Silva, the more fights you lose towards the end of the career, you're kind of less thought of as the goat from when you it tarnishes. Your, yeah, like it tarnishes your legacy a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it does. Can and I feel like the same thing's happening with Frankie. Frankie Edgar. Beat the living shit out of Yair Rodriguez. Do you remember that? He oh, that's right. Beat that full to and a Cub Swanson. Yeah, right? yeah. He beat up a lot of good fucking guys to an oblivion too. Yeah. Like I remember Yair Rodriguez's face was fucked up, dude. And he's and uh fucking Max Holloway smashed Frankie Edgar. Yep. Right. And then he's gonna fight with Yair Rodriguez. What you think that how that's? Oh, I think Yair, Yair Rodriguez is going to die. I don't. I almost said I hope so, but I thought you were gonna. I thought you were gonna say he's gonna lose, but I hope so. But this motherfucker is weird. Like all his fights end up in some weird controversy. There's some weird shit that happens with him. I know like MMA math is weird, right? Like just because somebody beats somebody else that you formerly beat doesn't yeah. necessarily mean you win that fight either. But the way that just Max Holloway has done against everybody. Yeah. I just don't see Yair. Also because Yair hasn't fought in so long. Two years. Yeah. He has such so much ring rust. And Max Holloway is always game. So it's like I don't know if that's going to. That's know. a tough first fight back for Yair. Yeah, hell yeah. But in my head, like I hope this isn't a thing. But I love Max is like my favorite. He's like my favorite fighter. Yeah. So anytime my favorite fighter is fighting, I always feel like oh, like I feel weird, right? Mm-hmm. And I just get anxious when because yeah, you're so fucking like. Remember the elbow on Chan Sung Jung? So mm-hmm. random. He mm-hmm. was getting his ass beat, and part of me still to this day doesn't really believe it was on purpose. Oh, for sure it wasn't. Like I don't want to be the guy that poo poo's it. But part of me feels like I, I'm skeptical still. What do you think? I don't know. I mean, yeah, I, I, I can see it being an accident. Him, like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Just fucking marry him already, dog. Your two boyfriends, Michael Chandler and Yaya. <laughs> I can see it being an accident for sure. I well, Zabit needs to come into the mix, too, and see what he could do. That motherfucker all what sick. Happened, what, Abe Lincoln? What Ooh, happened to Abe him, Lincoln. dude? His diaphragm all fucked up. Oh, damn. Oh, for real? He can't breathe and shit. That's why he gasses. He can't breathe? Yeah, it's like, it's like a long-term. He, I think he retired. 
bro. He's on the five dollar bill. Like he retired a little bit and then came back or whatever. Well, maybe he, he, stop he, he signed the fucking Emancipation Proclamation, baby. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he put a top hat on that dude. I get you know, he should fight with a top hat in the ring at all times. Well, dude. that's because that beats my height, but he fights at like one twenty five. Is he really that tall? He's like six feet tall. He's like five eleven, uh, maybe five eleven, six feet at one forty five. That's a motherfucker. That's bro. what I'm saying, dude. He's Damn. he's cutting. First of all, you could see his heart beat through his chest. <laughs> It's like, I know, I know we're all about this fucking weight advantage, <laughs> height advantage thing, but yeah. it's a little much. Yeah. These organs and shit. Just go Relax, up like 10 bro. pounds and you'll probably do a lot better. And I bet you he'll be able to last a lot longer too. Damn. Yeah, especially at 155. Wow. Ooh, he's, he's skillful, bro. He's good. He's a beast. He's yeah. good everywhere. He's, he's like another Hamzat, dude. Yeah. But which is crazier striking. Yeah, that's true. The little sweeps he be pulling on everybody. He, that fool is. Dude, Shane Burgos, dude. Did you see all his little Muay Thai fucking leg sweeps he was doing? Yeah, those were sick. What kind of crazy shit was that? That shit was exciting, dude. Those I've were never sick. seen anybody do that in MMA. Yeah. The inside leg sweep. Like he, they look like kicks almost, but he yeah. was just sweeping. He was, like, he was trapping the head and sweeping. It's yeah. like when Leon did to Nate. Mm-hmm. Like that type of shit. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was so fucking nice, dude. It's so it was crazy. Fun to watch. The other guy never, <clears throat> I couldn't, like the other pace the other motherfucker was putting on was so insane, though. Yeah. yeah. That's how he wins all his fights. What, what was his name? Quarantillo. Quarantillo. Bro, he literally never stopped coming forward yeah. the whole fucking time. That guy's a savage, man. He is. His leg was destroyed. It Terrible. Was, it was just a matter of like when I was watching it, <clears throat> I was just like, um, He's going to get his number because yeah. Burgos doesn't get knocked out like that. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, obviously he did by uh, fucking... Uh, that bar- weird one with Barbosa? Yeah, that weird one with Barbosa. That was weird. That he had like an aneurysm so weird, or some dude. shit. He was just like... <laughs> 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 had like yeah. a weird flashback or some shit and passed out. Was but like, like Burgos happened? was just getting pieced up <clears throat> because of his forward pressure and he couldn't catch his rhythm. Yeah. And then second round, it got a little better. Third round, I was like, he's catching it, he's catching it and he finally caught it and he was mm-hmm. jabbing his face up. Especially with guys that are like slow starters like that because he kind of is. Shane Burrows is kind of like a like a like a slow start in that way yeah so it is interesting to see how that pick because like you watch the uh randy costa the guy who looks like harry potter oh and he yeah, fought yeah, adrian yeah. Yanez, right yeah. on paper like adrian Yanez was supposed to like kind of smash out randy costa but randy costa put a pace on him and was just jabbing the fuck out of him and he wasn't probably expecting that and then it took him two rounds for him to be able to like sleep this motherfucker mm. Yanez is dope, man. He's so good. I actually thought Yanez was going to lose that fucking fight. Me too. Because his jab was fucking beautiful, dude. He was... It was perfect. Randy Costa is legit. He's, I think he's fighting on the next card. Like, oh, it's going to be December amazing. 11th card. Mm. But this motherfucker, he got hands, bro. He looks hella good. And he looks like Harry Potter. Harry Potter. He looks like Daniel Radcliffe. I, I see. That's I'm surprised like Yanez came out of the, and he just knocked him the fuck. It was yeah. the body shot. It was the yeah. body shot. Oh. It was bad, dude. <laughs> dude it was nasty. so bad. Yeah. I literally had him up against the cage, crack, crack, right in the body, done. Fight was over. Oh, wow. did you guys watch the Canelo fight? I saw I highlights. I saw the last like four rounds, but I heard the first, uh, four first like seven were the same. Caleb Plants, like he's nice. he's pretty good, bro. Like, really? was it competitive? He he just was able to neutralize Canelo for a good amount of the fight. Yeah. Not, not, like, and how how so? Just his the outside because Canelo's really good in that like 50-50 position when you're standing in front of him, like that's his shit, right? But Caleb was just outside the ring, fighting on the outside, maintained distance. He was minimizing the damage that Canelo could do. But eventually he got caught. It is what it is. Canelo's the fucking greatest boxer on earth right now. Like, no one's going to stop that guy. He's, he's, he's GOAT status right now. Yeah. You know, but the fact that he was able to, I'll say this you survive in the ring with Canelo for 11 rounds. Pretty G. You're pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're pretty high level. Like, you're, you're no fucking slouch. You what know? does he say? Well, Canelo's the, the first what? He has like all the belts in middleweight. Unders- yeah. Like he unified like, uh, it or unified. whatever. Before we continue, my friends, this podcast is brought to you 
by Stance, my friends. Now, if Stance sounds familiar to you, they would be the people that changed the game when it came to comfort and socks, my friends, and underwears. I wear underwear from Stance. And let me tell you something, the difference between Stance and everybody else, it's freaking soft. It feels amazing. And if you think I'm playing, look at this. If you're watching this on video, I got my Stance socks on right now. Now, probably the most comfortable pair of socks I've ever worn in my life, and I'm not playing. People be walking around when I take off my shoes because it's Asian style in this house. They're like, where you get them socks? I'm like, them socks? You already know it's from Stance, my friends. A uh, lot of different designs, super dope collabs, like, for example, Harry Potter, Batman, The Goonies, Star Wars, The Office, Wu-Tang Clan, freaking uh, Disney, whatever you can name it and I'm telling you right now if you hate those pieces of crap cloth around your feet right now that's because you don't own anything from stance and if your ball sack is just flip a flopping around in that rough fabric that's because you don't have boxes from stance like I do my friends so check it out the stance philosophy is that a perfect fit is more important than simply fitting in that those who feel good do good go see for yourself just head over to stance.com and pick out whatever styles you like enjoy the color and comfort of a life less ordinary with stance that's crazy wbo wbc whatever the fuck he like, fought all the champions like, ibo that's gangster shit that's, IBF, that's some thanos know. fucking collecting all, all those the <laughs> gemstones he got the gauntlet, stones, he's got he got the gauntlet. <laughs> When fucking Canelo talks, though, that shit always makes get me the fuck out of here. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. You know the funniest thing you is? Call me a motherfucker. Because that's <laughs> the line. The Caleb Plant thing was that Caleb Plant called him a motherfucker. And he sure. was like, I beat his ass because he talked about my mom. Yeah. And I'm like, clearly, motherfucker, he's not talking directly about your mom. It's a, it's a phrase. It's a saying yeah. here. Yeah. So funny. And he was acting like he didn't know, even though previous to that, he was in a press conference calling somebody a motherfucker. Yeah. I was like, shut the, the fuck up, Canelo. You know exactly what that was. Yeah, yeah. You just don't talk about my mother. But that's <laughs> the Michael Jordan shit, right? Yeah. It's like, I got I to gotta make you into this fucking monster for me to be like, I'm going to fuck this guy. He yeah. talked about my mom. I know. He just heard mother. He was like, what'd you say? He <laughs> started buttoning up his shirt to his throat. <laughs> One button, unbutton the rest. Motherfucker. Yeah. Dude, I think uh, Canelo's a beast, bro. He sucks. I, I don't even know who's going to fight. I heard maybe Triple G again, but I mean, Triple G is old like now. Yeah. old Yeah. But honestly, I do think Triple G won definitely the first fight between them two. He I thought won he won possibly the second one, too. I thought he won the first and the second. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, the first no one, knock on Canelo because Triple G's a fucking gangster, yeah. but like, yeah. And the first one was some bullshit. The draw, first one was, was not a draw. Yeah. That was shit was, that was not, not a, draw a draw whatsoever, no. dude. They were like, that's what we have to do. We just have to make it a draw. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, this motherfucker. It was just business. Yeah. Straight business. So fucking Some annoying. bullshit. Some fuckery. But yeah, the tomfoolery. The tomfoolery. Do you think, did you guys get to hear what Usman and uh, Covington were saying to each other? Nah, I just heard like uh, some somebody posted this TikTok of them. Like he's like ringside. Mm-hmm. And he, I guess he's the guy that posts for Sports Center. He's the Indian guy, whatever the fuck. But he was just saying, Rum Deep? Yeah. Rum Deep Sadu. Rum Deep Sadu. And it, from his, what he was saying, from what he heard, was he was just apologizing for the hype and he was like, I gotta, I gotta make this fight. Sorry, bro. I, but you could, I saw a clip, I think it's on YouTube where you can kind of hear it. He's just like, he said something along the lines of, I'm trying, it's like, I'm getting us paid. You know? Yeah. And then Usman was like, yeah, I get it. And Usman does, like he said in the press conference, he's like, yeah, he could do all this shit. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. It helps me. I don't got to do all this work. He's the yeah. one doing it. Yeah. Good for him. Like, you know, and honestly, if Colby Covington wasn't doing this whole shtick, he would it not wouldn't have sold like this. He And also he, 
we don't know if he would have fought for the title multiple times. I just wonder if Kobe would have knocked him, like, beat Usman if he would have been saying the same shit, though, you know? <laughs> like, if Kobe Covington would have knocked Usman out, would he have still been like, hey, man, that was all for the... He would have been like, fuck you, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> like, part of me feels like he would. You think so? Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I, I want to see that. I want to believe it. <laughs> I want yeah, like, yeah. to believe the good yeah. in these motherfuckers, you yeah. know? Because I a lot believe of people it say like, dog, Kobe's a good guy. He did say after, did you watch the press conference after? He said he was all uh, twisted American steel and sex appeal. My guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, bro. But come on, dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that was dope. I was like, That's hey, a that good line. Man. Twisted American steel. <laughs> what does that mean? Sex appeal, my guy. The only reason why I know Kobe Covington isn't good at talking shit is because he has these moments where he has to pause. <laughs> no, it's the press conference, yeah. right? He was calling uh, John Morgan. He's like, shut up. Sit Shut up, you fla- flabby butt. Yeah. <laughs> I think he wanted to call him fat. Butt. Yeah. But then he felt bad and was like, shut your little flabby butt. Sit down, yeah. man. Because he doesn't have saying. the written lines for these people. Oh, gotcha. So it's like, it's not it's not in him. Because he's not like Chell Sonnen. Yeah. Chell Sonnen, you could throw anybody Chelsea. at him. He'll roast the fuck out of you. He was so dude. funny, bro. He, dude, it would hurt my feelings when, when he was he going after Chelsea John Jones. So he has a fucking vendetta against John, John Africa, Jones. dude. John, John Africa. Africa. <laughs> John Africa. Let's find John Africa on Saturday. Max Hollywood and John Africa and Ling- Jingling. That's what he called fucking Lee Lee Leon Dog, Jean. He said John Africa and Mike Tyson was like, he's like, who? He's like, who's John Africa? <laughs> <laughs> We've talked about this multiple oh, times here, no. but it's so fucking funny. To call somebody John Africa, especially he's a black American, is like, yeah. dude, that's the most racist shit and I've it's ever like, doesn't sound like his name at all. Yeah, at all, dude. John Africa. You know, David Korea. Yeah, you know, David Korea. Korea. <laughs> that doesn't even make sense, bro. What bro, the fuck was funny, he thinking? Dude. John Africa. John like, Africa. Errol Hawani's just roasting his ass. That's why. Bro, he, he, he was going after him. I felt bad. It was because of, I, I mentioned a little bit about some shit. He was, it was because of his like, uh, conduct as a coworker, right? Yeah. And he was saying, oh, I heard like he's not easy to work with. And that's the thing that set Ariel Hawani off. He's mm-hmm. like, especially if you're Ariel Hawani, right? And you have all these jobs and you have all these connections. And like, it, to me, it seems like he really does take seriously what he does. Like, there's no fuckery. He's a real like journalist. And there's not that many fucking journalists out there anymore, especially in the MMA space. So for him to like take that personally, as far as like saying, "Oh yeah, you're kind of a pain in the ass to work with," I get why he popped off. Though I'd be mad too. If somebody was talking shit about like my job and my business like that, and I know it's not true. I'd be I'd be pretty fucking mad, especially if it's it's quote unquote lies. You know? What yeah, I mean? yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but he what was, are you gonna do? He has he was ripping. I, so I finally caught up on all of them, all all the videos of him just ripping into Brenda's shop, dude. He was going balls to the wall, dude. And he's like, like twenty well, minute monologues. He's like, let me uh, let me go ahead and call him right now. Oh, he, yeah. he would call him on the show. Yeah, and he wouldn't pick up, and he was like, well, I guess you need a little fucking liquid courage just to go ahead and try to talk shit to me. Yeah, because I guess um, Brandon Cal- Brandon Callen. Brandon Callen. Brandon Callen. Brandon Brandon America. Yeah, Brandon America. Uh, Brian Callen and and uh, Brendan Shop were having a drink on their show, <laughs> mm-hmm. and then they were just—I guess they were like fucking around, a little tipsy or whatever. But they were talking a little shit. I think in fun and jest. I didn't really find it that offensive. But of yeah. course, when they're feuding, right? You know, anything, Hawan, yeah, anything can yeah. be used as like fuel. So Aaron Holman was like, "Oh, I guess you need a little liquid courage with you and your buddy to go ahead and talk shit about me, huh?" Uh-huh. Yeah, and he just starts going off, and he goes, yeah. "I know stuff about you, bro. like Brian Callen. You don't want to fuck with this." <laughs> I'm like, no wonder they're not saying much. Yeah. And I feel like for Brendan and them, I think they they were like looking at at a scale from one to ten, of ten being the most extreme. They were like, it was like a two or three. 
and then Aaron Hawani was taking it to like a 15, bro. Like he, he was like really upset by it. Which yeah, whatever, right. it is what it is. What are you going to do? You, have uh, you seen, uh, there was like a clip I saw of like Michael Rappaport. He was on uh, The Fighter and the Kid. A little obnoxious. That focus really? on my nerves. Michael Rappaport's. Nobody really likes that guy. Well, Boy, I, think, I, I did at first, but then like I heard some bullshit where he like was trying to sue somebody for for talking shit about him. It was KD. And then, yeah. And then, and then it was like, wait, but that's all oh, you, you do. do. See, that's and what's then annoying, I was like, bro. wait, what? And that's I when heard I stopped that and I was like, fuck this fool. I was like, yeah. fuck all that. That's so Well, whack. I think like on the podcast. That's that, true. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Because whenever, I, I like when Brian Callen's on, because I think Brian Callen's hella funny. And so, I'm not saying anything in static his British shop, but Brian, Brian Callen's hilarious. And so, Michael Rappaport was on there. And you know, you kind of, he kind of sounds like the old guy that just talks a lot of shit where he says, like, I'll fuck somebody. I was like, Michael Rappaport, you're not fucking anybody up, bro. Yeah. Let's just be real. Like, I don't really know him like that. I know he's, like, a pretty big guy, but he talk a lot. Like, he talks a lot. What yeah. was he saying on the fight of the kid where you were like, Well, I, I think because I think it got to the topic of him. I think they're all drinking, too. They're a little mm. drunk. But um, he was like, I don't understand why everybody's fucking shitting on, like, Brendan Shaw, blah, 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 blah. He's, like, the hardest worker, whatever, whatnot. And he's, like, defending Brendan. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I wish one of these motherfuckers would come up to me. I'll fucking beat their ass. I'm like, you? It's very interesting. You know what I mean? I don't think he was saying it in jest. I yeah, think he was yeah. saying like for real. But I'm like, I don't know. Does he even train? Does he Does he fight? I don't think no. so. He was a cop on an episode of Luby one time. Luby? Louis. Oh, Louis. He was also a cop in the episode of Friends, your favorite show. Yeah. <laughs> he was Phoebe Buffay's boyfriend. He was a cop and he shot uh. a bird. A very funny episode. <laughs> <laughs> you like Friends? Phoebe Buffay? I love Friends. Dude. I need to watch. I haven't yeah, watched it as an adult. As a kid, I was watching. I'm like, this shit is whack. I would turn. You like that? I bet you when the they're dancing in the in the fucking in the pond or whatever. This David's face like this. Hey, he's like, yeah. You know how I know both you are fucking gay? Because fucking, because fucking Jennifer Hansen was like the hottest white girl ever, and you guys didn't watch that show. She was hot, yeah, but and so was Courtney Cox. They were hot, but like, damn, you had to like put through up with all that bullshit they See, were doing. This, my this show was guy. CSI in New York, bro. Damn. You know what I mean? Yeah, UPN. I like the, did you Midnight. watch it? I like the one with the white dude with the red hair Gary in Sinise. Miami. Oh, he always put the glasses on. So when you guys, you guys were watching this, we guys suck each other's dick to it. What else would you like? Gary Would you like it whenever ice tray comes out? Yeah, dude. When the punchlines come out. There was a really funny episode of, like, uh, of I think Gilbert sent it. It was like Law and Order SVU. And the guy was like, nah, I'm not gay. I just have sex with men. And the ice cube was like, that's gay. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, yeah, that's gay. That's gay. That's detective work nah, right there, baby. I didn't even know. SVU. SVU Special victims, dog. Case closed, <laughs> We did it. He stamped it. So, dun, dun. They used to shoot that episode a lot for some reason at the apartment that I used to live in. Like Where, that show. Really? Yeah. Where so, did you live? Uh, I used to live Disclose in it. this place in a Cape Town called the Talmage. And Come they would on. always shoot oh, like Law and Order shit there. I have, and Wendy's commercials, whatever. I guess it was like a very famous spot. Mm. And each rooms all look different. So they look like New York apartments. And mm. I don't know what the fuck it's about, but they would shoot every fucking week there. You see, I, see? I saw Ice Tea. And that's when I realized, I was like, wait, why is he playing a fucking cop? <laughs> He's a fucking rapper. Yeah. I didn't know that because I don't watch Law and Order shit because I'm cool like that. And so like, like <laughs> he was he plays a fucking cop. And I watched an but episode cop. of him being a cop. It's the funniest thing I've ever so seen in funny. my life. He's real toxic, isn't he? Well, it's like <laughs> it's like a he just means everybody trying to imitate what a cop is, right? Oh shit, from his lands. Yeah. Interesting take. Yeah. So he's Interesting like take. he looks like a narc. 
to me. Yeah. Like, you yeah, know? he does. He's just sitting there. Hey, so I, I was watching this scene of him interrogating somebody, and it's the funniest fucking that thing. That show's not good. It's not good. It's not good. No. So and every episode you at the five same. o'clock last night. Yeah. Is that what you do out there touching women? <laughs> just, what the fuck is wrong with this just guy? Just leading questions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you like to be a scumbag, huh? And I'm like, why is, why is he talking? Like and the whole time, David's like, that's not the perp. That's not him. There's no way it's fucking him. It was it was the guy they interview at the beginning. Every yeah, time. I watch every time. It is. Every fucking time. And that's, it's the same trope on that show. It's they catch the guy super early. Clearly, him. it's not them because the episode of the fucking end. Sure. And it's the same thing because I know it's him. I saw his semen everywhere, motherfucker. <laughs> right? And then all of a sudden they would smell the semen and so I'm like, this smells like my roommates come. <laughs> so, so it can't be you, motherfucker. <laughs> the fact that they had so many different versions of it, they had criminal investigation. They, yeah, had, they had fucking had CSI New York, my personal favorite. They had CSI fucking Miami. Uh, Miami. And then Law and Order SVU. It's all under the same umbrella. And they just had Law and Order. Yeah. Didn't they? So it's like how many, people love crime shit dude the, love, com, the compilation of the my the miami one i don't know if you've ever the seen one liners this. the one liners dude and then the I credits roll at the beginning. It, it, like he'll like say some cheesy shit like uh like somebody died in a fire or something and be mm-hmm. like guess they were making s'mores and he'll put his glasses <laughs> on and then bro, the who the song goes <laughs> like bro it's the fucking great it's the funniest shit of all time. always so puts the good. glasses on he finds like a dead body in a lake i guess they had to put him on ice yeah bro, exactly yeah, like, exactly exactly oh my and then word. The, yeah! <laughs> the theme song kicks in hard as fuck it's the best it's this the motherfucker's best. name was uh david caruso, caruso. Oh my word! <laughs> yeah, get the fuck out of here! Yeah. It was sick, bro. Did we gotta watch that? My thirteen-year-old self loved it. That's the best. Why were you watching that shit at thirteen? That was interesting to you because it was like it was like the only show that was on like late at night, uh, like midnight, one a.m. Oh, really? I used to watch those. You know, when too. I watched the Cindy Margolis show, what is that? That was just this hot model that would just be half naked, oh. just doing half naked shit. What would oh, that nice. be on? Cindy it was Margolis. on public television, but it was late at night. Public Whoa. access. I don't know. PBS? Bro. Maybe. Yeah. It's <laughs> on PBS, PBS bro. <laughs> the PBS station. We're reading Rainbow. You guys don't know the Cindy Margolis show? <laughs> Rainbow. Nah, who the fuck is that? No, Cindy Margolis. Cindy Margolis, blonde lady, gigantic boobies. I think she Titties. was like a Maxim model, but on, they, they used to have this late night show that would come on and Cindy Margolis and like a bunch of fucking frat people would be on a beach and then they would do like bikini swim trunks uh, swap. Uh, what? Challenges. Oh, she's, she's like, like a Playboy bunny, huh? Bro, she's she was fine as fuck. Oh, I've seen this. I Cindy think I know these bitches. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you jacked you got some bubage. That was Cindy Margolis. That's her, bro. Some boobies. This podcast is brought to you by BetterHelp, my friends. Ah, the awesome BetterHelp that focuses on your mental health, my friends. As I've always said or asked, is there something interfering with your happiness, or it's preventing you from achieving your goals, my friends? You know we've all been there. I am you. You are me. But guess what? You are not alone, my friends. BetterHelp, my friends, is not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is professional therapy done securely online. And BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change therapists if needed. Listen, if you have not tried therapy and you're afraid to do it in person, try online therapy, man. It's super affordable. Specifically, BetterHelp is super affordable. And on top of that, they offer financial aid for you guys who might be struggling a little bit. And so don't feel like you are out there by yourself. My friends, do not skip 
focusing on your mental health. It's something that I've worked on for the past few years and BetterHelp has been by my side and I freaking love it. So check it out, my friend. Special offer for Genius Brain listeners. You get 10% off your first <coughs> oh shit, first month at betterhelp.com slash genius. Check out that cough. But once again, special offer for Genius Brain listeners. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash genius. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash genius. Maybe, but I just remember from that late night show. What the fuck would she do on her show? So like a guy and a girl would swap their bathing suits. And so you would see it in a silhouette. Uh, and you see the girl like come out and she's like covering her boobs, but she's uh, in the guy's trunks. And uh, the dude would be in the girl's bikini. And then I would come furiously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the silhouette challenge, Right after. After you come to your senses, friends. Jennifer Aniston had the nipples out, dude, on every episode. She did those little nipples out. She did those little nipples out. She showing them nips, boy. You guys need to watch Friends. The fact that you don't like Friends bothers me. I used to watch Seinfeld a lot. I didn't get the jokes, but I loved it. I used to watch Seinfeld too. As a kid, I didn't get the jokes. Well, that's because you're a poser, you bitch. Whoa, so you're, dude. you're just laughing for no fucking reason. I, would, uh, uh, I was like, that's so hilarious, Jeremy. Yeah. That's hilarious. No, yeah. I, didn't, I, would, I wouldn't even laugh. I would just like watch it and be like, oh, cool. I would just learn stuff from TV. Oh, what did you learn from Seinfeld? <laughs> T- nothing. You know, the, the soup Nazi. Soup uh, Nazi. Just common no, courtesy. You know, like the courtesy. things they would complain about. Like It's, it's like the Larry. D- it's like Curb. It's like the shit you would complain about. And you'd be like, oh, yeah, that's not okay to do. Yeah. And then that became part of my, uh, like how I saw the world. Was through the lens of a Jewish man. Look in at New this York. man just com- completely make up a story on the spot right now. <laughs> the fact that, not for real though. I'm like, Ice T and I'm interrogating you right now. <laughs> you, and know you're breaking down. You, you know what else? So why'd you watch Seinfeld, motherfucker? <laughs> huh? You just wake up every day and masturbate so loud in your bathroom that your dad would hear you and he would yell at you, stop masturbating. And that's why that's you're, a true story, bro. You're the great cum killer of <laughs> San Gabriel Valley, motherfucker. <laughs> but not only from Seinfeld, I would watch like rom-coms and I would think like that's what it's like to be in a relationship. And I learned very quickly. Not what did true. you learn? What's the first lesson that you learned from a rom-com? You know what it is? It's just I thought when you're with a girl, you're supposed to be very lovey-dovey. You're supposed to be very like, oh, I love you. Like very like affectionate. And guess what? Girls don't really like that when you're in high school. Especially when you're not <laughs> when you're not with them yet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, bro. Your boy learned uh, real quick. Yeah. That like this is, and I thought that was just my expectation. Like that's what I just thought the world was. But once again, wrong. Were you nervous wrong. when you gave your, when you had your first kiss? Yeah. I was nervous. Were you practicing on a pillow like a little dweeb? <laughs> what were you doing? I used to make. I bro, I used to like fucking, a hole inside your fucking pillowcase. Or shit. I used to tongue down my my fucking your pillow uh, pillow. Dude, I used to tongue it down. Really? Dude. Yeah. Because was wow. Tiff your first kiss? No. I'm a oh, boy player, dude. Bang, 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 okay. bang. Who was your Who was first it? kiss? Just some rum deep sedu. Rum deep sedu. <laughs> it was just some girl that I like really like really liked that. She just grabbed your big old ears and brought you a little closer. Honestly, she, she, was, she was very initi- open? like she initiated everything. I, I was too much of a pussy. I didn't open? know how to deal with anything. Eyes open or were they closed? Uh, that's a good question. She fucking grab your balls and be like, "Come here, China boy." <laughs> <laughs> she like, "Come here, little chink," and I was like, "Okay." She was like, went. "You'll get another kiss." What is it? A taint or a gooch? <laughs> You said Gucci she goes no more. Yeah, yeah. She's she's like, boom, it's done. actually a tank. It's a yeah. Bulbasaur bitch. I, you know what? I think my eyes were closed. I don't know, bro. That's a weird question to ask. What about your first kiss, you fucking weirdo? Was your eyes open or closed? 
I don't no, remember. The guy's beard was very distracting. <laughs> it's very distracting. We should talk about fucking Travis Scott and Astro World and oh, what the pandemonium. Yeah, so you know what, what that sounds like? Sounds like a good fucking publicity stunt to go to a Travis Scott concert. Like these motherfuckers dying. That's a great advertisement for how good his concerts are. Have you seen the documentary on this shit? <laughs> this man is disrespecting the dead. Have you? I know. R.I.P. R.I.P. But have you seen yeah. his his documentary on Netflix? R.I.P. Whatever. Business. Wait. What? So what happened? There's a documentary. There's a doc. It was before all this shit. But like, it would show how crazy this fool's concerts would get. What like, is it about he, Travis Scott that people he, love he so much? Incites it, bro. What do you mean? I'm not right. gonna lie. How does he incite it? What does he do? He just likes, what are they doing at these? He's companies? yelling into the crowd like, "Oh, I saw it at a barbershop." That sounds shop, like normal shit. Yeah, it, but he kind of takes it to another level. He's like, "Kill man. motherfuckers!" Is he yelling? Yeah, stab everybody! Well, was stick a, people with needles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a clip of somebody trying to like jack his shoe, and then he was like, like "Get this motherfucker!" Yeah, beat him the fuck up. Like, get him. Fuck this fool. Fuck this fool up. He was yeah. screaming at the crowd to beat up the person who tried to jack his shoe. Yeah, which I'm like. That's very different from what you said in your apology, which was like, I am so taken aback by this event. I hate it when people, when celebrities do apologies like that because mm-hmm. it sounds so disingenuous, you know? Yeah. That one, I, I heard about it. I, did, I only watched a little clip of it, but it did seem like he was like, I don't, I don't know. The man. thing is, if, look, all right, here's the thing. I don't know the full story. I know people died and whatnot because they were getting crazy, people. but yeah. like- I, I see people wanting to blame him, but it's like, for, if you're performing, how the fuck do you know what's going on? Yeah. I think it's because like, everybody was coming up to him telling that people were dying. And oh, like, so people, people are coming people up, coming up like, on the stage saying, there's somebody dead, there's somebody dead. Yeah. Telling and, him directly, like, But there's also clips of him of, of him saying, like, hey, you know, help these people out. There, trying that to guy's get, passed out, and he was like, he, there was, I think, one or two of them or something like that. Yeah. Was, was it the past uh, clip? Because sometimes the sets kind of look the same after a while. And I'm curious yeah. to see like date wise, like was this a recent one? Was this from the past weekend? Cause it's half yeah. past weekend, right? Yeah. So I don't even know if those are all <coughs> like the right clips. Yeah. But I, we saw a few clips of people uploading him trying to help people. And there's another one. <laughs> this isn't funny, but it's kind of funny. They're like, somebody was roasting Travis Scott or basically trying to cancel him saying like this, people are dying out here. And Travis Scott is doing the robot. <laughs> Yeah, like, I saw that's the video that's making its rounds. Yeah, it's the funniest shit ever. It's a pretty Somebody, good robot, though. Yeah, somebody's yeah. dying. This motherfucker's like, ah, ah, <laughs> ah, ah. I'm like, dog, what the fuck is going on? It's a good robot. So there was an account of a, a of a young lady who was talking about what happened at the concert, right? Uh-huh. So she was trying to describe how fucking nuts it was when people were bum rushing towards the stage. Okay. Said it was so tight that it literally felt like people were like squeezing you. Mm-hmm. And it got to a point where that girl recounted where she fell over. And when she fell over, she saw somebody's face. Like she fell face down and she saw somebody's face right next to her. And then she realized that people were standing on top of people, <gasps> trampling them. The craziest part about that that uh, she said was that when she noticed that person's face, there was somebody else beneath that person. Oh, my God. So it was already two layers of people that were getting trampled. Oh, my on. God. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Dude, people were getting their heads crushed. It's like Game dude. of Thrones, dude. Exactly. So John that's Snow. like eight people basically suffocated to death. Wow. And I saw, I heard, because a lot of people on the news talking about it, like from people's accounts from being in the concert. And they were saying that there were points in times where it would get so crushed where people were literally off the ground. Like their feet were off the ground and they're just being held up by just being squeezed together. Yes. So, and then uh, there was a story of a couple, the girl fell down and the guy just jumped over her and like just shielded her from getting trampled because motherfuckers were rushing. Apparently it was like overcrowded. Um, like I saw a five-year-old 
on someone's shoulders at the Travis Scott concert. And I think who the fuck would bring a five year old to a fucking Travis Scott concert too? You by can the see way. the documentary; it's a great right, concert. Right. Right, come on, it's right. real. Uh, the production value is very high. Uh, nah, but like it, it does seem like he does kind of invite some of it. I know it's like every other artist, but a little more so than normal. But, but is he is he invite like is he just getting people amped? Because there's a big leap to go from like getting people amped to being like yo kill. Well, there's a lot of like, rush the stage. Like he says shit like that. Like he kind of he kind of incites it a little bit. But there's, then there's again, a, it's not his fault that people are are going. Well, kind of. I don't know. It's well, a there's weird, a little it's a weird, weird thing. thing too where people are saying like he, you know, because there's a lot of like demonic symbolism in his shit. Oh, there is. And people are are like the theory right now is that it was actually a blood sacrifice that he was like sacrificing people to like oh okay. or something like that. Well, because like his stage is like very demonic. Yeah. His like album car- cover. I, I, these like emo rappers now are doing like de- emo demon shit right now. Like, like Lil Nas X. Yeah. What was up with that? Him lap dancing uh, the devil? Or that shit was that fire, shit? bro. I didn't see it. He, I, I saw only heard a clip about of it. that and I was like, what the fuck is this? I don't know. I was like, bro, if you took someone from the 50s when they thought like rock and roll was the devil's music and then you showed them this shit. That's the devil. That's that's literally what I like think their was, head would explode. Yep. I think for Lil Nas X, I think he's trying to fuck with like a certain demographic of people that don't really like him anyway. So he's like, I'm going to fuck with these fools. Mm. That's what I think. Like that white Americans, wild, though. Re- like like religious white Americans who think him being gay is like the worst thing ever. So he's like, man, I'm gonna stick it. To- I'm gonna, you I'm gonna make you guys sweat. Because I'm not, I'm bit. not religious, but I, I watched it. I was like, fucking damn, dude. Like, all right, this dude's swinging for the fences. Yeah, you getting soft, dog? <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I thought it was. I just laughed, but yeah, I was like, yeah, damn, yeah. this shit's wild. Like, it's wild. Yeah, I told you long ago. Did you see that music video? Is that the one where he's lap dancing the fucking devil? Is that the one? Was that the one? I don't know. So this is the one where he's in. There's a bunch of all his backup <laughs> dancers are are like gay backup dancers and okay. they're butt naked swinging dick around <laughs> for real in a prison. That's it. Hey, some that link. <laughs> hey, what is it? Dog, that hey, music what? video is wild, bro. <laughs> like if you're homophobic, that's gonna send you straight to heaven. Yeah, right. Like bam! Oh shit! Dead heart attack straight to God. I saw a bunch of dick. God. There's a there's a dude we know who's like kind of homophobic and shit. Not kind of. He's very homophobic. But that he was like, gay. yeah, low key. And we make fun of him about it all the time. We're like, you gay, bro. Shut up. But he's like, man, Lil Nas X is fucking trash. Bro. I fucking don't like this dude. He gay, bro. Like, he, he's wild. <laughs> that's the, he gay, that's so gay, wild. Like, like, why don't you like him? He gay. He's, he's gay. gay that's it. He's like, but he, he, he cites like the music videos. He's like, yo, this motherfucker like, like lap dancing with the devil and and he, he's like pregnant in his pictures and shit. I'm like, you know, you're <laughs> what's not wrong pregnant, with that? Bro. I was like, you know, you're not pregnant, dog. You know, but he. Ever since he started talking about how he doesn't like Lil Nas X, we play Lil Nas X wherever he is. And hey, his, his album kind of fire, bro. Like it's, I like it. I'm I'm a fan. Old Town Road? I'm a fan. Hey, Old Town Road. Catch that it. song you were singing earlier, I don't know the name of it. I'm I think like Kanye West was like, he produced some of that too. Oh, so, he did? Banger, bro. Some banger, dude. Yeah, that's probably why. Hey, if, will you go to a Travis Scott concert? No. No I don't. I don't way. like concerts like that, dude. I don't like that shit. That gives me anxiety, bro. I don't, I don't also, really know like, his music, to be honest. Well, that's because you're it's an adult. Like, Travis Scott. I feel like people who listen to Travis Scott are really young. Uh, I like it. Like those concerts, heard like it. a bunch of young kids are there. Oh, okay. so it's like eighteen year olds and shit. And they like mosh and shit. Is it like? Yeah. Is it like crazy? Like amped that shit? I just don't like people that close to me though. Yeah, like, I want that shit. No, yeah, it's I terrible. hate that shit. I'm not into mosh pits. I don't like the thought of a mosh pit. Like we yeah. went to uh, Kanye West. We saw the St. Pablo tour, and we had the general mission. We we're on the ground floor. I honestly, that was probably one of the coolest fucking concerts I've ever been to. Like this dude, his production quality, amazing. But you do get really nervous 
when all these motherfuckers are like trying to leave the arena mm-hmm. and everyone's pushed up against you. And like, I was getting pissed, bro. I was like, yo, back the fuck up. Like, I don't like, I'm very claustrophobic. Whenever I go to concerts, I get very anxious because I don't like when there's a lot of people because it is yeah. very weird. There's a lot of weird shit that happens. And sure enough, when you I watch the videos of the Travis Scott concert, look what happens. Bro, that shit scares the fuck out of me because it's like, there's nothing you could do. You're st- yeah, you're just stuck. you're fucked. Did you imagine well, they got people got trampled on like it was Walmart? Did you hear about like Black the, Friday? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. There was people like thing. injecting motherfuckers too. I heard was it fentanyl? Is that what I don't know? What I just that's heard somebody heard. was just injecting people with random like what the See, fuck I, is going on true? there? Probably, probably maybe, yeah, probably. These I don't doubt are, it. Like drugs are crazy nowadays, man. Everybody be doing like fent now. Question is, do you think people are wilder to extra because of COVID? I don't know if it's because of COVID per se, but I think it's just the general like party life and culture is the hot thing to do now. Yeah. Because back in the day, it was gangbanging. Like, like, <laughs> like you got to play it cool all the time. Yeah. You can't show that you like shit. You can't show that you fuck with shit too heavy. Yeah. Or people call you a fucking loser. <laughs> <laughs> Even if you like stuff, like if you really like, I don't know, let's say you like pumpkin pie. Right. Yeah. And they go, you like pumpkin pie? I'm like, that's just I. You always had to play things cool. But now it's about. Hey, let's get fucked up. Let's drink. Let's party. Let's get smashed because who the fuck cares? Nothing matters, right? Yeah. That's like the hot shit. Now all the music reflects that. All the the emo rap. This wow. is what's yeah. cool now. So I feel like the crazier you are, the more attention you get, the more views you get, the more TikTok followers you get. That's true. So huh? it's different now, yeah. right? So if you take that incentive away, let's say all the social media shit disappeared. The only thing that alive was YouTube. Yeah. You couldn't post what you're doing every day. You think half these people be doing that? absolutely that, not that becomes for the clout that's yeah. so crazy to think about because that's very true like you look at all the guys that are very popular on like tiktok and all that shit it's just <laughs> partying doing wild fucking I'll, like crazy shit that nobody would ever do i'll tell right. you this like i have a buddy of mine who's been going to burning man for like probably 20 years now you think right? people die in burning man like that oh for sure from multiple different types of aids that you don't even know <laughs> <laughs> right stds straight up the yin yang yeah, for sure. bumps on your dick lip and your ears for no reason people be fucking at burning man huh yeah, hardcore so, yeah so my buddy james used go. to go to he's he's been going to burning man consistently for 20 years and even then he sees the change like the, the people who would come to burning man so like people who went to burning man were people who were like who want to be off the grid do a shit ton of shrooms and drugs. There was no cameras there, like in terms of like sharing for social media. Yeah. It would yeah. just be for like your own memories. Experience, yeah. Like, I, you know, I thought it was always for like white hippies, like really like hippie it, dippy. It, it was kind of like, like that. off the spectrum weirdos, kind of like it was, if I'm so, being judgy. So one of my <laughs> yeah. one of my girlfriends, she used to love going to Burning Man and shit. But at the time I was like hyper Christian. So I was like, nah, I can't do that demon shit. Yeah, I was a fucking youth minister. Damn. You actually be going to Burning Man. You know what I mean? Damn. Now I see people that should go to Burning Man are all like dressed up. They do like these weird, like it's, it's kind of a play like on cosplay. Burning Man. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. And they dress up and they, they're, they're people that I never thought would ever go to Burning Man. I would typically see these people at like EDC or yeah. other like Coachella. And now yeah, those same the, people that are going to Burning Man. The Burning Man EDC crowd is like starting from what he told me is kind of like meshing Burning. now, right? Uh, it's like this young, hip, cool thing to do. Right. Before it was like very exclusive. Like if you fucked with Burning Man, you wanted to drive to the middle of a fucking desert and start doing hella drugs and just start fucking and sucking dick or just like enjoying <laughs> music out there, having a spiritual experience. So they have performances out there. Um, I think so. But from what he... T- I'm, okay, from what he told me, he was just saying it was like a spiritual experience for him. Like yeah. He's been doing that for super, super years. A lot of people, they have like art all over the place that they create and, and they make. set it on fire. 
I guess. And they bur- they do the Burning Man shit. They burn the dude. It yeah. became super commercialized. And so even like the Burning Man aspect of what it was is starting to change. Like, I don't know. I personally haven't been there, but this is from I a guy really- who's been going there for 20 years. You know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So when once once people start doing stuff for the for the idea of I want people to recognize me. It, mm. It's different now. Yeah. You do crazier and crazier things. Yeah, you're right. So. You're right. And for sure, like you said, social media just exponentially made it crazier as fuck, you know? Yeah. Would you but go to Burning Man? I would go. I'll fucking wait. I would go for sure. Just to see, like, what's, what's up? You wouldn't want to see that crazy weird shit? I'm bored. Dude, I'm so fucking boring, dog. Like, I don't really like to do all that shit. I'll do it for a couple <laughs> hours and be like, all right, I'm good. <laughs> Yeah, but why like, are you laughing? You know this about me, like old ass man. I kind of am an old man, bro. I want to got prune juice there. <laughs> they don't got prune juice. Nikki ain't gonna have a good time. Y'all got sweet tea. Yeah. Y'all ain't got no sweet tea, dude. It's dry as fuck out there. You, you know what I'm doing? My psoriasis. Oh my word! Come on, dog. You, I got dandruff enough in the winter time. If I go to Burning Man, your boy's gonna be making it snow over there. Yo, fuck that. You gotta go see what it's about, though. All those weirdos, the weird art—they do like we all kinds of weird shit. It's just like a dis a Sell crazy experience. Sell me on it. It's just something that you've never experienced ever before. Some wild ass shit where you're gonna see people are interacting. Hell, hell a way people be coming back with mono though. Don't kiss anybody. Don't fuck anybody. I ain't going. Don't do, do that, drugs. Man. Just go like as an observer. Just be like, what do people get into? There's no money. Like so, people exchange like bar- like barter system. There's no cash. So you can get drinks and everything, but you have to tr- like I'll trade like a fucking bracelet for a beer or something like that. I've got no or drugs. Get bracelets for this. I gotta exchange fucking my money for bracelets to use as currency. Or you just take shit that you don't want at the house and you take it out. That you fucking so it's give a somebody giant yard sale. You That's give somebody a pen that doesn't a stapler that doesn't work and get a fucking blowjob. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bad deal. I'm, I'm, what do you know, mean? I'm fucking people over here. That is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, that's a good Here's deal. a pen that doesn't work. Now suck my dick. Like, yeah. that's a, I don't feel I don't feel comfortable about that. I feel like I'm taking advantage. No, because it's a mutual decision. That's true. Yeah, that's pretty cool, man. Yeah, I'm in. Let's go to Burning Man. And then, do you know what <laughs> suck is? If afterwards, mouthful comes, she tries to write and it doesn't work. She's like, "What the fuck?" fuck! <laughs> she goes, yeah, because she's gonna want to write stuff down at Burning she Man. She fucking grabs it. spinning to come back in. <laughs> <laughs> oh! I would. Would you go? Um, I don't like people. That's a mm. no, bro. Give like, him some shit. How can you not give you not giving him shit? I feel like if I go to Burning Man, it's going to be Slap City <laughs> all like over again. Copy and paste. Yeah, somebody's you gonna, gonna, You're not interested in seeing like that weird, like just because it's, you is, know. Is there a live stream? I'll watch that. I no. mean, like, I'm pretty sure it, it'd be kind of an interesting story to have me going to Burning Man, yeah. but I'll probably last there a day at most because I don't really do drugs like that. This I don't think I don't even like Disneyland, dude. Think yeah. about like the, the amount of people that it's at Disneyland. And then you multiply that with whatever Burning Man is, and then just how close everybody is in proximity, and like the energy is very different. The pretense of what you're at Burning Man for is gonna be very different. You're gonna have so many random people coming up to you, just like fucking with you. And no, I don't know. Supposed to enjoy it? Yeah, dude. It's like, hey, come here, shit with me. I'm like, get the fuck away from me, dude. Yeah, Yeah. it's very particular. I think. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Blessings. Blessings. And they'd probably be like, all right, man. That's your energy, man. That's your energy, man. That's your energy, man. Respect it. Yeah, I could barter you this fist to your fucking face if you don't walk away. How about that? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Blessings. Blessings. Like, I don't think I would even go to Coachella. I would rather go to Burning Man than Coach. Because Coachella is like more, Coachella more like a, a concert. Like Burning Man seems like some one one unique type shit to see. We do, yeah. Okay, this is what we're doing. The next Burning Man, Let's we're doing Genius Burning there, Man. And we're doing Ayahuasca. Oh, we should interview no. people at Burning Man. That'd be cool. Dude, that would be great. I was like, so how Ayahuasca? many AIDS do you have? Yeah. Like three. Thank you. And then three. Yeah, bang. A new <laughs> boom, strain boom, that boom. nobody has ever seen before. I'm dying <laughs> right now. 
Oh, Dude, honestly, <laughs> we should go and like just have a little like. Can you? You can't record out there, can you? We just put like. Little I'm pretty hit. sure you could record shit out there. Well, I don't know. I don't know if there's like a little. I don't know. I'd be watching some Burning Man porn every now and then. Yeah. <laughs> really? What's that like? What is that? No, I, I like years ago. I <laughs> I saw like somebody posting up clips. You know, like when you just surf through porn. Yeah. But yeah, it was like it yeah, was yeah. at a concert where a girl was sucking some dude's dick and nice. it was Burning Man. Oh, great. I was like, I don't think they. I'm not sure if they just do that out there. But it was very interesting, and it didn't look like it was like set up porn. It looked like it was just something that was happening. It was just happening. Spontaneous. I'm like, why the fuck is this person just have like this Indian Native American hat sucking dick <laughs> in the middle of a desert? And it was a it was like a Burning Man or something. They bartered a pen. That's what happened. I need your pen. Well, you know what that's going to cost. Yeah. A blowjob. She's like, that's a great deal. Bro, that's what you do. If you're ever going to have a yard sale, don't do that. Just take all your shit to Burning Man, get all blowjobs, and then just bounce, and you had a good time. (laughs) We all know why he wants to go. (laughs) Yeah, dude. Dude. What? Don't what? Sound me for not wanting to go to Burning Man, bro. Wait, just to see it for a day. Like we could just go for one day, just to like drive oh, in and drive. see what's up. I don't know. It's like it's in the I'm desert, out. so <laughs> three hours. Yeah, it's just three hours away. Right. We go for a day. If we sleep, go to fight, if you're the, up, if, if you guys come are down, back. I'll fucking go to Burning Man. What, dude. I want to I, I would actually like to go with you guys the most because I think it'd be funny as fuck we, to see you guys in Burning Man. Yeah, we're gonna squirm. We're gonna be like, ugh, dude. But we gotta go in. And if he has ayahuasca, then we have to take it. Even though I'm scared, and I don't. Would want you guys to take ayahuasca? I'm scared. I've I've thought about taking ayahuasca, but I, I'm also really scared. I'm fucking scared only because I've I know two people who had very very bad experiences with it, and that's like I've only talked to maybe a handful of people who've done it, and two out of a handful is way too much. Yeah, you know, like I'm talking about. I know somebody who like flipped out, divorced, the story, you know, divorced, oh, yeah. you know, the whole shit. So coffee shop guy, right? Yep. Hate that. Can't do it. I, yeah. I can't do it. Like, I, I don't want to wake up one day, just look at Mario. We are not meant to be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that guy, he kind of made a big choice, though, didn't he? Like, he w- did ayahuasca and then immediately was like, fuck everything I did in the past. I had this another, is a new life. I had like, another buddy who, crazy. Um, who, crazy. who did like ayahuasca and he came out. I was like, so how'd you feel? I was like, it was trippy. Did you learn anything? He goes, Nope. <laughs> I was like, that shit was just really trippy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That could work. That, that's that's pretty cool. That's lot, better than the other one. Because cool. a lot of people are doing it for what that spiritual journey kind mm-hmm. of that 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 is unlocks something like inhibitions that you had before or makes you see things about yourself yeah. that you didn't mm-hmm. know about. Yeah. My buddy did uh ayahuasca recently and he's like the second time he did it. He went on a retreat and he was telling me that it was like it's more of the shit that he deals with internally that he doesn't understand why he feels a certain way about like Say, like, he has imposter syndrome or something. He's like, I don't know why I feel this way. But for him, he was saying his visions were about, like, his childhood and, like, his parents and, like, him looking down at him as a kid dealing with his parents and then, like, their relationship and then just being able to change it. And that was his vision. Like, it would it would repeat until he got it right, I guess. He got he, he handled the situation right. So sounds like therapy. Yeah, kind of right. So it is a little different for everybody and how you kind of manage it. But you know, definitely don't. Pretty just, sure regular therapy probably would have worked for him. Yeah, probably. And I think so too. Yeah, could have. I told him he's a. All fucking right. So this was happened. <laughs> Burning Man, you're gonna take some ayahuasca. Uh, just me, just you, just you, and we're gonna record it. Yeah, we're gonna watch you. Why am I the guinea pig? Because you have to be. I'll just throw up everywhere. Because you're the one who doesn't even drink alcohol, nothing. So that's true. I smoke pot. Nah. Who says pot, Grandpa? I know. Good lord, dude. The fuck, dude. What do you? What do you call this? It's a pot stick, dude. It's a pot. What are you a cop, dude? Hey, take a hit of my pot stick right here. The kids, he's like, hey, kids, you guys have any pot stick? 
sticks. <laughs> <laughs> you know, marijuana joint. You, you guys got the... some wacky taffy? Who <laughs> <laughs> invited the cop, dude? That's what I call it. Show yeah. me a little wacky. Do, do you think I look like a cop? Yeah. Do I have a yeah. cop vibe? Kind Especially of. with my head shaved? You look, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, you look like you know, once you start people. talking interacting, no, but you're, the way you look and the fact that you call it pot, yeah. That's what my dad calls it. Did you see that clip on Twitter of this guy who's like clearly an undercover cop? <laughs> nah, it's nah. the funniest fucking video. This dude's like this yoked out buff white guy with like a buzz cut. Uh-huh. And he's like, I'm looking for some crack, bro. I'm looking to get fucking. I'm looking for some crack, bro. <laughs> and he's like, and this, and this dude's like oh, recording. He was like, you a cop, motherfucker. <laughs> He's like, it's like, nah, man. I'm just looking to have a good time, man. He's like, dude, I'm trying to get let. You I'm know? trying to get let. I'm so crap, He's like, bro, you a fucking... Get the fuck out of here, bro. Motherfucking cop trying to act like you want to... Get the fuck out of here. He's like, nah, man. You got any good stuff? You got any good stuff? Oh, wow. dude, look at you. I gotta you watch that having, shit. like the little devil's liquid. I don't even. I don't even smoke. Diablo, I just use it as a dude. prop when people say I don't smoke or do anything. I like it. Well, I'm guys, trying to be cool, dude. That wraps up this episode of the Genius Love Brain it. Podcast. Fuck you guys. <laughs> Nick, I'm drinking right now. Where can they find you, you stupid bitch? It's full. Uh, it's full. <laughs> it's mostly water right now. All the fucking ice cubes melted. We what barely put fuck? any liquor in there. It, it's pretty good. It was gin. Uh, you can find me and Nick the ear. Pretty good. It was gin on Instagram. <laughs> and you can find Patrick oh. at patrick.t.riley. That me. That me. That's your boy. And then genius brain every Thursday. Penis. Penis brain. Penis brain. Penis brain. Penis brain. Genius brain every Thursday to Sundays until next year at January 1st. It's only once a week, baby. You better yeah. get your fix now. Yeah, get it in, Small baby. But we're going to be fucking switching shit up. Let's go. It's going to be really nice. See you all next time. Peace. Yee. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.